Hello, friends, and thanks for subscribing to the Defining Marriage Podcast. You might have thought we'd gone away, but we're back. Hello, I'm Matt Baum, of course, and here's James. Why are we back? We are, we it, we never went away, really, but we took a little break from the podcasting because of my travels and because of our hard work on Dungeons & Drag Queens, but now that's first show is behind us, and, and we've got a little time t- for nonsense. As opposed to the nonsense that you just did? As opposed to the nonsense that I just did. You guys, I did a show called Dungeons and Drag Queens, and I did it with James. Mm. Uh, yes, we together made a bunch of men put on clown costumes and get up on stage and pretend that they're magic. That is a very uncharitable and untrue way to describe bringing together a group of talented local performers to put on a show for the delightment of the PAX audience. That's a much nicer way to say it. You're right. We made nobody do nothing. You you are familiar with the drag community here in Seattle, and you identified people who were likely to be good improvisers and familiar with games of of chance and fantasy, and uh, put them together to, to... to titillate with a with a little show, there would, I, you've you've certainly made it sound sinister, James. And you wrote an exciting adventure for them to experience, which had ups and downs, and jokes and spills and chills and goofs and guffaws, and it was a lot of fun. It was. Uh, well, I cannot speak to that, but I think people liked it. I don't know. They didn't walk out. James, why can't you speak to that? Because why can't I, you say you did something? Because I, I cannot speak to the fun of it. I, I cannot experience the fun as an unbiased... Uh, I, am, I am fake news here. Okay, well, I am I biased can tell you... and I have no ethics in game journalism. All right. Everyone had fun. Oh. And you made it happen. You also what? taught me how to Dungeons & Dragons Dungeon Master in like two weeks. Uh, yeah, I guess it was about that time frame. You, uh, we had to cram a lot of dungeons into you we had to cram a lot of bad dragons into you wouldn't be the first time <laughs> oh my Rawr. yeah so it was uh, a grueling two weeks of us putting together this show and me learning it was kind of like learning a programming language uh but uh, we made it we made it happen well, I mean, you say we. Uh, there were many people involved. Yes, you, yes, you, you it's are not just you and I. Denigrating the con- contributions of the many people. I mean, it was really the the stars of the show were the performers themselves, not you and I. The the stars were the the DJ and the people who helped us set things up. How dare you? Yeah. So on stage we had Arson Nikki, Frail Love. We had Harlot Oscara and Butylino Kipple. In the booth we had DJ Robosex Homosex, also known as Veronica Electronica, and we had uh, also known as Jake, and we also had Brendan Mack helping us, uh, also known as Butch Alice. Uh, so we had... Oh, and don't forget the oh, new Dice, Dice Boy. Yes, yes, of course. Ian. Uh, Ian Hill had thanking, uh, thanks to him. He was on stage making sure that the uh, Big Foam Dice didn't bounce all over the place and hit everybody. So he And was, fetching uh, drinks and purses and yep. doing uh, little little shimmies. He was... Uh, he was very cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Party popping. And, and big thanks to the Timber Room, which uh, supported us and let us put on this ridiculous show. And to uh, about two dozen people who uh, helped me learn to DM and helped us test the, uh, the game itself. Yes. It was, uh, it was really... It was a big family that made this show possible. Yes, indeed. It was not you and I. No, it was a, it was a village... Of people, village people came together yep. to make a baby. That's you know they say it takes a village to make a baby. You've got to drag out uh, the the baby bin, and everybody puts their baby batter in, and then you stir it up, and you do a little shake, and that's what it's all about. You put the cum in the coconut and eat the nut. You put the cum in the coconut okay. and eat the nut. Now you're the coconut baby, and you're here to say, I want manners. Uh. <laughs> And that's the plot of Can't Stop the Music 2. 
Absolutely. The film by uh, Dr. Von Carr. Yep, Alan Carr. The Trap Man. Yep. Von Trap. He trapped you between his bum cheeks. Oh, did you miss this, everybody? Did and, you miss hearing this from James? And he put on a I did. show. He put on Grease too. He got all greasy and electrocuted himself. And it said, boom, doom, doom, boom, boom, grease lightning. Youch! <laughs> It's very dangerous. Mm. Yeah, so that's what we've been up to. That's just been taking over our entire lives for the last few uh, weeks. Really, months we've been talking about well, this. Well, so to recap, we've actually been talking about it for years because mm. it's a pun. It's fun but- to say Dungeons and Drag Queens. And it's a pun that we've, uh, going back to Los Angeles, we were talking about putting such a show together. But we didn't know who, because here's the thing. We wanted to make sure it was something that would be good for everyone involved. And we needed the right people who wanted to do it and would have a good time. And uh, I think I think the group we had had a good time. And, uh, and so good for good, good for them and good for us for being the the sort of the rocket fuel that got everything going i guess i guess you're very self-congratulatory james i'm allowed to feel proud of doing something you can feel proud of doing something but just bear in mind that you are no you are not the Svengali of the web uh, you are what? just a little herman who did a very good job i will say matthew did a wonderful job uh dungeon mastering matthew did a wonderful job organizing many many things dealing with a lot of people who i have zero interest in talking to not because of them but just because they're human beings um but uh but let let us not say that we are the 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 dream makers yeah 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 this was a an effort bringing many people together many talents otherwise it would have sucked it would have it would have if it was if it was you on stage dungeon mastering and i just had a series of wigs that i would switch between and i was like hello oh mother moo and i was like oh no i'm the baby one it would be a shit show matthew you know what that would be what this podcast yep that's why uh unlike this podcast uh people seem to enjoy dungeons and drag queens very good. But people also seem to enjoy this podcast, too. I don't too. know if that's true. So we apologize, everyone, for, for disappearing for two weeks. But now we're back like nothing ever happened. Now I do want wigs. Well, did anything happen? I don't know what happened. Oh. Well, so you, wait, you returned from Europa. Yeah. And I don't know. Have we actually, we haven't done a recording in this room, have we? No. Since you returned? Not since I was back. Is that is that true? It is true. Are you speaking truth to power. Yeah, yeah, because okay. everything's been shuffling around in this room until recently. This room was filled with all kinds of garbage and nonsense. Mostly my towels. Mostly, yeah. Oh boy, James. So I'll tell you this, ladies and gentlemen. Our bathroom is in the middle of the apartment, and it doesn't have a window, and so the only ventilation is through this little wall fan that blows everything into the wall. Mm-hmm. And so it's nice, but it doesn't get all the moisture out, so you can't dry towels in there. And we live in the Pacific Northwest, Which where damp. there's a dampness, a dankness. Oh, if especially you, when you walk into the room. If you don't powder your zone, you might become a fungal forest. So sometimes James sets towels out to dry on some of the equipment that I have draped around my room. So right now there's a towel on top of a boom microphone. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when I'm doing an interview with somebody via Skype, uh, I'm about to talk to somebody important, and then the camera comes on, and I realize that behind me is sort of a, I don't know, like it looks like the, the clothesline hung be- between windows of a tenement housing project. Oh, again, a very uncharitable description. <laughs> I would say it's like the fun fair has come to town with an E, and uh, all the, the minstrels and, uh, well, let's, no, in this era, let's not talk about minstrels. Uh, it, it, all the clouds Mounds of the valley have arrived at the fun fair to do a little mummers, dance. Mummers. The mummers have put the bells on their toes and around their cocks, and they're shaking and shimmying. Oh, that's my kind of Morris dance. They're, that's exactly right. They've all gathered at the fun fair, the Ren 
Fair, and it's a tent city of value. Okay, great, great. Oh, I will say this. In our preparation for Dungeon Drag Queens, I went to Champion Party Supply here in Seattle. Mm. Holy cow, James, you would never leave this place. You would t- set up a little tent in the store and just live there. It has all of the weird little knickknacks and doodads and strange things that you like to collect. What do I collect? I- I'm a raccoon. Well, I... dust, for one thing. Oh. But No, they've got, like, uh, skeletons. Oh. Uh, yes. Wait, all year or only around Halloween spooky all time? All year. Oh, tell me more. Skeleton in December. <gasps> oh, Chris Skelton's in December. Wow, wow, wow. So they've got just like strange party things and weird little plastic people. Like, you know, it's it's this strange Wait, kind of did stuff, you just like- say weird little plastic people? Pieces. Oh. Like, here's a bag of ten plastic horses. Perfect. Yeah, like weird okay. stuff like that. Or like, here's a inflatable palm tree. Oh. And here's uh, a pair of glasses with springs coming out. Perfect. And oh. here's like, I don't know, a bag of uh, of confetti. And uh, here's um, some lights. And when you turn them on, it makes a ghost pattern appear on the opposite wall. Living in Rip Taylor's mad fold-in. It's it, magical. Yeah, it actually, it, it's, it's like a crazy person's funhouse, James. And... I thought instantly of you as soon as I arrived. A crazy person's funhouse. You, there's nothing crazy about fun. I think somebody yeah. who wants to live in a house of fun is probably the sanest of all in these trying times. It's also a very nice time to get there. Uh, you could take a bicycle, which I know is not quite your thing. Here I in do the not city. bicycle amongst the, the the cars or the steel beefalo of the nightmare world. Here's the thing: you cannot move amongst them without being murdered. Yes, that is probably true in your case. I know that you have a hair trigger when it comes to vehicular danger on the road. If I'm nervous on a bicycle, I leap vertically off of it, and then I roll to my doom, preferably on the sidewalk, but who knows? Someday I might do it into traffic. I love you very much. Uh, And to get to the party supply store, you go on a very special bicycle-only path Mm. through, like, this wooded area that is really charming. How do you get to the path? I bet you have to deal with the steel beefalo. You you do have to deal with the steel beefalo. But what you could do is you could just take the subway down to the market, and then it goes straight from the market on this little path uh, along the, the, just along the river's bend. No. Oh. Uh, along the sound. Along, a lake, Lake Washington. Sounding. Yeah. Take the bicycle on the subway? Mm-hmm. Well, but that's like, uh, that's like putting a car on an airplane and sitting in the car. <laughs> I guess there's sort of a, a Russian nesting doll effect that you get there. Absolutely. Um, Fake news. Yes. Uh, I guess. But it was, a, it was a very nice little bicycle ride. And then you get to the party supply store, which is sort of an industrial area, which oh. is lovely. Uh, and then uh, you take a nice little bicycle ride back. Is there industrial music? Now, it didn't seem like a nice little bicycle ride. You came well, back drenched in sweat yeah. and moaning, and you were covered in a fungal forest when uh, when the bicycle was through with you. Here's the thing. is yes. I had to get back for our playtest, and uh, we live at the top of Capitol Hill. And uh, so I had, like, 20 minutes to get from all the way down by the water back up to the hill. Uh-huh. And so I was pedaling my little heart out. With your dog in a basket. Exactly. And he poked his head out and said, woof. Uh, I sure. was sweaty and miserable when I got back because I had to go a long way. And my butt was sore like two days later from all that exertion. Here's something that I haven't done in a long time. I haven't mm. been to the gym. You haven't. You're shriveling up like a raisin in the sun. I looked. So we just happened to be looking at Pink Party, which is the big uh, nerd party that happens in Seattle around PAX. So we were looking at the photos of Pink Party from last year. And I was in one of them. And I was like, is that what my arms look like? And it was mostly what my arms look like. There was a little bit of a fisheye going on there. But um, I used to have big arms, and uh, being in Europe has kind of shriveled me. That's what it does, the degeneracy of the aristocracy. You're going to shrivel until you just have tiny porcelain limbs and hemophilia. 
Oh, God. Well, yeah, so it's time for me to go back to the workout place. Mm. Uh, but not tonight, because it closes early. So, uh, Oh, it's yeah. a Sunday, bloody Sunday. A, yes, that's it, exactly. So, But anyway, I'm going to have to start working out my body again so I can be beautiful. And then your butt will be hungry. Yep. yep it, well, it's always got a bit of an appetite. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, what else What else has been happening around us? What else do we have to chatter about? I think that's about it, really. Uh, well, was... you did a panel. Oh, yes, of course. PAX is happening, and I did a panel on creating queer gamer communities. It was really nice. I got Justin Saint there. I got Ashley Cook there. I got Justin... Nope, I already said Justin Saint. Lewis Thomas there. Uh, and They're all organizers of queer gamer communities in various locations, Vancouver, Seattle, and... Um, uh, 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 Minnesota. Nope, not Minnesota. What's the What's the one between us and Minnesota? What's her name? Uh, Montana. Oh, um, yeah. So, uh, and we were also going to have somebody there from Houston, but he couldn't make it. He's okay, but uh, things in Houston have been disrupted a bit. So, uh, yeah, we talked about uh, ways to create queer gamer communities, um, delegating tasks among your fellow nerd leaders, uh, finding a good venue where you can host it, things that you want to have in a if you're going to a bar or a comic book shop or a game store or whatever. Uh, having food trucks available for people, managing communications with MailChimp or whatever makes sense for you. Uh, hiring a MailChimp. Hiring a MailChimp to dance. Uh, or, or a Kemp. You could hire a MailChimp if you want. Uh, Plenty of VCR head cleaner. Uh, yeah, sure. Plenty. You, you can never run out. Uh, get those VCRs squeaky clean. And yeah, all those all those lovely things. So it was a nice uh, response from that. Um, some of the people who were at that uh, congratulated me on my DMing at Dungeon Drag Queens, which was very pleasant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, did they congratulate your DPing? Yes, yes. Everyone was very enthusiastic about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that was a really uh, nice thing. And now I go uh, in a few days to Philadelphia for the National Gay and Lesbian Journalists Association meeting. I'm going to do a panel there about podcasting. But that's what you're doing now, except this is not the one to show them. No. You don't tell them about this one. No. No, you hide this one in the cream cheese. Don't nobody look at me like this. I don't want to be seen doing Defining Marriage. This is my secret shame. It is kind of a shame. Yeah, I'm not ashamed of it. It's a fun yeah. time. I like having an opportunity to talk to you, and I like to have an opportunity to talk to the audience. All right. And say hello. It's not, there's not many of you, but uh, it delights me that you are there, and when we miss an episode, uh, you register your disappointment. Uh, <laughs> it is always nice to have disappointment registered. Yeah, my favorite. Uh, yeah, so what was I saying? Yeah, I'm going to Negligee uh, in Philadelphia. Which stands for? National Gay and Lesbian Journalists Association, and we're going to talk... It's also Victoria's Little Secret. Yes, yeah, we're going to talk about Victoria's Secret. Mm-hmm. Oh, nobody must know. Hello, I'm Victoria. This mm. is her voice. Uh, Wait, what, what is Victoria going to be saying at the event? Oh, hello. I welcome. These are my undergarments. They fit me very nicely. I'm going to be talking about uh, The Sewers of Paris, oh. my lovely podcast where I talk to gay men about entertainment that has changed their lives. Mm. Uh, I've got some very good guests uh, recently from my European travels. I've got some really good ones coming up. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to hopefully uh, talk to some of the journalists who are there and get them on the show and... Uh, Get them talking about my my podcasting. Get them uh, talk to them about uh, collaboration opportunities with uh, the outlets that they work for, and you know, just do some professional schmoozing. What about a dog cast where it's just an hour of, of dogs, dogs barking? Oh, James, and sniffing things. James, here's the thing. One yes. of my favorite things is when you've been away for a dog, been away from a dog mm. for a long time, and then you come back and the dog recognizes you and he's so happy to see you. That is so good when a dog is happy to see you. What about when a cat sees you and is like, ugh, you again? Yeah, well, that's not so good. Where's my friskies? Yeah. 
Meow, 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 meow. You better stop this. It's just gonna keep going. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna end it there. We're gonna cut it there. Now you said I had to stop you because because we keep going, but it's going anyway. I'm fading out. Okay. All right. Oh, it's like the song at Dungeons and Drag Queens. It should have been less than half the length that it was. There was a bit of a snafu, I would say, a miscalculation. We had them. There's a there's a we might make it available for people to listen to pretty soon. But the whole thing, of course, not just the song. So there was a song. Spoiler alert and uh it, it it built in energy and people were clapping and people were tipping and there were party poppers and it was building to a, a crescendo an orgasmic release of energy um and then when it reached that point uh it kept going yep. and uh, then it reached uh uh, you know, a point where it was starting to just kind of dribble in its pants and it kept going. Uh, and then it reached a point where it just kind of wanted to, to roll over and go to sleep, but it kept going. Uh, and it kept going and kept going and kept going. It was a souffle that rose to a perfect height and then uh, collapsed in on itself. Our own fault for not cutting it, uh, yes. cutting it at about half the length well <laughs> live and learn it was also kind of a cruel uh social experiment yes. to see how long drag queens can be forced to dance to essentially three lines repeating over and over and over again for about yeah. four minutes and find uh, things to do during to to make it seem like this is supposed to be happening yep yeah it was uh, it was a wild adventure for them it uh, was uh, cruel it, and unusual it seemed like a practical joke that we had just made a song that never ends <laughs> And we got them out there just to see how long they'll keep going. Yeah, intentionally kept looping it uh, so they could never go back to uh-huh. their seats and That's continue the curse the game. of a drag queen. Is, is if, uh, if a song is playing, if a, if a diva is, is belting a ballad, a drag queen can never sit. In the future, better coordination with the queens, better coordination with the DJ, mm. a little bit more preparation, perhaps, and... Uh, and and that would have uh, been less cruel yes. to some very nice people. We did just assign the song to them rather than what we should have done from mm-hmm. the beginning was say, mm-hmm. here's a song that we're thinking of. Yeah. Is this a good song? And is this a good length? That is the question to ask in the future. Well, I think the song would have been yes. fine if, oh, it yeah, ended, great. It, if it had ended at the right point. I mean, it's not the it's not the best song for drag, but I think it, it, it fit and it was like good for the moment. But it... Uh, but yeah, it was pretty long. Yeah. So not that. But anyway, as James was saying, we will uh, endeavor to make this available uh, to people to listen to uh, and to watch if you so uh, desire. Uh, you can keep an eye on my Twitter for uh, updates on that. Uh, we'll post it there once we, we... We just have to review everything and make sure that it is actually complete and watchable and, and presentable. Uh, and then we'll release it to the world. Yeah. So, so the video we have is not great. Um, I would almost recommend listening to an audio version and then maybe like checking out bits of the video to see the outfits. Yeah. Um, the video, we, we it's recorded from an itty bitty little teeny weeny yellow polka dot camera at the back of the of the room. Uh, and it's to see anything, it's zoomed way in and it kind of looks like uh, the footage you might zoom and enhance to see a murder in greater detail. So uh, I think maybe that audio might be a better, because then in the mind's eye, it's all beautiful. It sure is. James, you are beautiful to me. I don't know. Why did I just come? I am so beautiful to you. What a poo. Yep. You guys, you cannot even imagine how much I missed James while I was away. It was so nice. When you I, need I to bring uh, just a 
a, th- a bag of nonsense. You should have just written yeah. random words and put them in a bag. And when you were lost and alone and this, this, the, the Baltic Sea... Yeah, what do I do to the bag? Because I don't just pull, pull it out and read it. Somehow I have to have a romance with it, because well, that's what I have with you. You fill the bag with peanut butter. Okay. And you uh, unzip your uh, fly space. You release your, your foolish man worm, and you let <laughs> it go seeking an apple at the bottom of the bag. Okay, great. And it looks like that hungry, hungry caterpillar. It wants to get into the apple. Yep, that is is our bedroom life. Aren't you romantic, you monster? Uh, I like you a lot, James. Why, why, why is this podcast? What is happening? Yeah, so usually on the podcast, what we do is we talk about marriage equality and our lives, and the balance of marriage equality to our lives has shifted over time to mostly our lives. Yeah, but we should address some of the uh, marriage stuff that's been happening. We should indeed. I'm, I'm not sure why this continues, but uh, here, here we, I guess we are. So uh, we've got some news about Wayne Ferbert. Oh, that name sounds familiar. Now, he's not a Nazi furry, is he? Good grief, no. Oh, okay. Not, also not to be confused with Herbert Birdsfoot, a Sesame no. Street character. Unfortunately, no longer with us. What? Well, Herbert Birdsfoot was retired oh. very early. I mean, he might have retired before Mr. Hooper retired. Wink, wink. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I didn't, they didn't, like, canonically kill him on the show. Herbert Birdsfoot here. Ow! Oh, yes, God. He was uh, he eaten by a hawk? Uh, Big Bird flew into him beak Jesus. first. Oh, no! He was roller skating. Oh. That was Fran Drescher, by the way, yeah. playing... When Carol Spinney retires, uh-huh. Carol Channing's going to take over, but she yes. doesn't have long for this world. What so she, to, how she, let, let me hear Carol Channing as Big Bird. Um... Well, hello, Snuffy. Well, hello, Telly. Grover made hamburgers for my mouth. Well, hello, Elmo. Boy, you sure smell mo. I'm gonna lay an egg here cause I'm fertile. Carol Channing is one of your few celebrity impersonations that actually sounds like who it's supposed to be. Doesn't. I think it it doesn't shift, at least. Because no. now, perform uh, a, a, a a nanny as Big Bird. When Fran Drescher takes over from Carol, Carol uh, Chandler, Chandling, Chand, Chand, Chandless. <laughs> oh, no, I forgot her name. Carol Channing. Oh. Oh. Nope, Bernadette Peters. Your oh. Fran Drescher is Bernadette Peters. Oh, hello. Snuffle up because you want to maybe come up and see me sometime. Okay. Great. Yep. Oh. Now, was that supposedly Marlena Dietrich who said that, or was that Mae West? That was Mae West. Oh, someone needs to sit on my eggs if you know what I mean. No. What eggs? Oh, now it's Eartha Kid as Catwoman. Why is anyone listening to this? I don't know who you are supposed to be. Why is anyone listening to this, Matthew? James, you never let me finish about Wayne Ferbert. Oh, the Ferbert, yeah. He is a man in Bermuda who wants to ban gay marriage. So they've had gay marriage for a couple of months now, and he's just introduced a bill to ban it. So so he's the banner man. Banner me marriage. Uh, what? Because you tally me banana. Yes. Ban. ban. You okay. can't say banana without saying ban. Yep. Anna marriage. Okay. He's going to have a banana marriage? <laughs> He's going to have a banana marriage. Okay. Let's, let's all marry a banana. Okay. That sounds nice. Uh, uh, we'll slip we'll, and fall on it. We'll do it from the banana hammock. 
Malta gets gay marriage this wait, week. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, what about Fervert? Uh, that's that's it. He just, just a man wants to stop it? Yeah, he's a legislator there. He's not oh. some rando. Uh, but he's introduced a bill to ban gay marriage. And, and what's to become of it? Uh, he says he's very confident it will pass, but then he would be. So, well, okay, this is in Bermuda. Yep. So they recently, they were, they were sued, right? Yes. And that allowed marriages to happen? Yep. And so they're currently happening. Yep. And so now somebody has introduced a bill, even though marriages have already begun to stop them. Yes. And very okay. unclear what would happen to the marriages that already exist. Right. Because if I recall, I mean, that happened in California and created a ton of problems because you, if if you do pass such a bill, don't you then end up with two classes or even more than that? You end up with, you know, sort of, do you invalidate the marriages? Do you let the marriages that already happened stand, but no new marriages? In which case you have this like weird pocket of people who have yeah. a, a marriage that like doesn't exist anywhere else. The whole thing turns into a complicated mess. Right. So, uh, we'll see. Uh, I don't know what the legislative details are on that, but we'll be keeping an eye on Wayne Fervert. Fer- Ferbert. Ferbert. Okay. Uh, Malta gets gay marriage this week, so congratulations to Malta. Malta had a rapid rise in support for marriage equality. It was 27% in 2006, and now uh, it's 65% in 2015. So, just an astronomical rise, 40 percentage points uh, in 10 years, which is pretty incredible. What... Is that attributed to... So, if I had to guess, it is that Malta is a part of Europe where a lot of places have legalized marriage all very quickly. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that could be a reason. Uh, I mean, we didn't see that exactly in the U.S. Kind uh, of, well, I mean, that's because we don't... Yeah, I mean, we're totally exceptional. Nothing that nothing that happens anywhere else in the world could possibly have any application here. No, but here. I mean, like, here in the U.S., there were a lot of countries, I mean, a lot of states that legalized marriage, and, I mean, that did sort of nudge up support just nationally, but we didn't see, like, a surge in support like we did in Malta. Uh, sure. I think something else that's going on there is that... Uh, generally countries like this tend to be a little more, I don't know if this is the case for Malta, but a little less religious and more uh, sectarian. That's not the word I'm looking for. More secular, more secular in uh, the way that they handle legal issues. So marriage was banned as just sort of like, that's just the way that it was for a long time. And then when it was time for people to change the law, I think people had less religious reservations about making that, making that happen. I'm not sure that's actually true when it comes to Malta, but I also am going through my my Catholic bibliodex, you know that thing, my bibliodex. If you told me that was a thing in the Bible, I'd believe you. Yep, I'm going through the bibliodex. If you told me that was a person in the Bible, I'd believe you. Uh, it's it's one of the many angels. I'm I'm <laughs> consulting with my my better angels and I don't I don't know that Malta is particularly secular, but maybe it is. Well, anyway, they're going to be getting married soon. Okay. Uh, and uh, strong support there for that. So, hooray. Mm. Australia. We have to talk about Australia. Sure. The plebiscite's coming up, okay. and then we can stop talking about it. Starts uh, September, later September. They're going to be mailing out the ballots. They're due at the end of October. Really, they're due, oh. like, early November. Just but... in time for Halloween. Ooh, spooky. spooky results. Oh, don't vote for marriage. <laughs> that's what the... That's... Oh, I really, really hope those are the ad campaigns, that it's ghosts and witches and goblins and Frankensteins and Draculas and mummies. I'm not a witch. Oh, that, oh yeah, that's right. That really that happened. Lady. Yeah, I know. We're a country where someone put out a political ad having to say that she's not a witch. I'm you. 
<laughs> Jesus, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the you ads... look in the mirror and you see her looking back and she gives you a little wink. Yep. And that's then how you know. Rubs her nose. Yep. That's how you know she's not a witch. Yep. That's, uh, yeah, because she appears in mirrors. I'm not a witch. I'm you. <laughs> I'm now I've taken your skin. Yes. And, 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 and then suddenly you, you feel your face split apart and she comes out of it. Ah! After 10,000 years, I'm free. It's time to conquer. Minnesota, or wherever the fuck I'm from. I think it was one of the Carolinas, or maybe Ooh. Tennessee, or whatever. Nothing could be finer than conquering Carolina. <laughs> okay. Did she drown? Did somebody just throw in her lake? There's a lot See, of floats. A, yes, that's what happened, and she sank to the bottom. But she had a. She looked great doing it. You know what she should have done? She what? should have shot that ad where she says she's not a witch, floating in a lake, just sure. to prove it. Yep, absolutely, and also uh, on fire. On fire. Yep. yep. Somebody floating in a lake and on fire, just talking calmly to the camera, I would start to think that they might be a witch. Yes, just staring at the camera and I'm not a witch. I'm you. God. Uh, it's very eerie when you do that, James. So, Australia's getting a wave of anti-gay marriage ads now. Serves up! <laughs> yep, it's totally cool. Uh, Cowabunga! So, uh, yeah, so the Christian lobby is putting on ads that say, this might sound very familiar, uh, that marriage equality will be a threat to children in schools. Sure. When marriage is legalized, schools will have to teach children that boys can marry boys. This woman says uh, that my son was taught that he could wear a dress to school, and someone else what says... What does it have to do with marriage? I don't know! You don't have to marry anything to wear a dress to school. Uh, so uh, Unless you want to marry that dress, because there are some dresses that... Uh, yeah. Are very fecund. <laughs> okay. So if you want to continue your family line, you will get that dress and you will marry it. Mm. And you will fill it with semen. <laughs> yep. Uh, so there's some dumb ads going on TV. Uh-huh. Now, fortunately, we've had those ads so much in the United States uh-huh. that we know how to counteract that message. And we know how to it. inoculate people against it mm. uh, by saying that uh, no matter what's taught in schools... Kids learn their values at home from their parents. So it doesn't matter what schools say. Kids will retain the values that their parents give them. But then the parents realize they're not doing any teaching at home. They just have a beer and watch uh, watch TV, and then they fart and fall asleep. Yeah, but that feels like a nice thing to believe. Oh, it does feel like a nice and thing so to believe. And so when voters hear that, they think, oh, okay, marriage isn't a threat after all. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, is oh, Australia maybe. putting that message out? No. Oh. They are running the worst ads I've ever seen. Oh, really? It's a doctor in a doctor's office yep. with some crutches leaning against the wall for yep. some reason. Uh-huh. Uh, and she says, marriage equality isn't going to affect schools. The only children it will affect are gay children who will finally be able to get married. It's not good. <laughs> children marrying children. Excellent. It's not good. Okay. Well. Yep. So, Australia, what are you doing? <laughs> well, you can't inoculate people when there's an anti-vax movement. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I don't know. So, I know that there were a bunch of uh, failed ads in this country. It sounds like that one's in the vein of the failed ads. It really is. In this country. Um, I don't know. So, I guess those are from some kind of official campaign. Are there any unofficial campaigns who are like, hey, dum-dums, here's how you do it? None that are doing, like, uh, what we know to be best practices from our experience. There okay. are some fun comedy commercials okay. that mm, are making fun. fun of the other side. And, sure. I mean, that's fun. But there's only, those, those ads are only talking to people who are already supporters. Sure. They're not going to win anybody over. But, I mean, I thought the support was already really high. Yeah. So, uh, unless, um, unless either side is, is putting out something that's incredibly persuasive, um, I mean, I don't know. What's the likelihood that it's actually going to swing things at all? 
It's very hard to say because this uh, vote is barely even a vote. The survey is being done so weirdly Mm -hmm. that it's incredibly unpredictable. And it may heavily tilt towards one direction for, you know, stupid reasons like uh, uh, the the young people don't use mail. Like, yeah, exactly. Young people don't use mail, for example. So who knows? Who knows? This is probably not going to be a super accurate representation. But then again, maybe the surveys weren't accurate. We'll find out. We'll find out in November. November is when we get the results of this survey. A Halloween surprise. And the thinking, this seems very optimistic to me, but somebody was saying, one of the, the uh, members of parliament was saying, if we get a strong result for marriage equality, mm-hmm. uh, I've already got a bill ready to go, and this could be, it could be passed by the end of the year. Okay. Okay. I mean, he knows how the Well, they've had enough time to, to figure it out. So, yeah. I mean, if it's just a matter of implementation and they already have the details worked out, then uh, maybe. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, so that's going on in Australia. Also mm. going on in Australia is uh, there's been a rise in calls to a suicide prevention hotline, citing the plebiscite as a cause of anxiety. So mm-hmm. that's great. Great job, Australia, there. Uh, but then some happy news. Chile. Chile. Uh-huh. Uh, the president of Chile has just introduced a marriage equality bill. Uh, they've got civil unions, but they don't have uh, marriage. They don't have adoptions. So she's just introduced a bill that would uh, grant marriage and uh, adoption rights to same-sex couples. Well, that's nice. Yes. Is it going to pass? We. It's very hard to say. Uh, it's going to pass through the Congress there mm-hmm. in Chile, and uh, I'm not sure exactly what the process is. Uh, there is a lot of reluctance from religious groups, as always. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were able to pass civil unions, and often this is the way that it goes. They pass civil unions, that's fine for a little while, and everyone's like, oh, what was the big deal with marriage? Right. So, hopefully, let's cross our fingers and keep an eye on Chile. I mean, that does seem to be the lesson with so many of these things, is that it's everyone's panicking that it's it's going to destroy the family, it's going to destroy the children, it's going to be so disruptive and such a big deal. It's turning society on its head. Oh my god, what a social experiment. No one's ever done this before. It's going to destroy everything. And then, like, literally nothing happens. Yeah, it all happens that, and everyone's like, what? All that happens is, like, lesbians marry each other and they get to put the same last name on their dog. <laughs> oh, that makes me think about dogs that are happy to see their owners sure, again. Sure, I bet the dog is very happy with them. James, when I came home, did you wag your tail at me? I, did you feel like a happy dog? I think I hid. Uh, no, wait, what did I do? I don't know what I did. You were there. You were oh, waiting for me. You I had you, you'd made something, I think. Did I think I? you made brownies? Oh, no, no. You were wanted a dinner, and I gave you a dinner, oh, that's and you right. didn't you eat it. You gave me a nice dinner. You made me, like, three people's worth of food. Well, you said you were very hungry. I was very hungry, mm-hmm. and I ate, like, a person and a half's worth. Whoop. And then we cuddled and what? and we welcomed me back in style. Absolutely not. With the, the top hat and tails, but not dog tails. No, that's me. I'm Mr. Peanut. Oh, that's right. Da, well, you da, do. Da, oh, da. top hat and tails means something different for little Matthew. Ooh. What? Oh, that, does that mean that I have sex with a hat and tails the echidna is looking on? No, Shadow's the echidna. What is tails? Is he a fox? <laughs> He's a kitsune, isn't he? What? What is Tails? What is Tails? Is Baby, he... don't hurt me. He's something cute. Uh, yeah, he is something cute. Do you want to see Tails get pregnant? Uh, no, but oh. I already have. Ah. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what I want. It matters what Tails wants sure. for his family planning. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was, I think, I don't know if he was Tails. There was somebody in a furry costume at PAX today. Yes. And there was definitely somebody wearing a Sonic t-shirt. Oh. And uh, I, yeah. I, was I just... it Kitsune Kismet? Yes, yes. And they just wordlessly ran to each other in slow motion and fell in love. Slow motion? They should be... They gotta go oh, fast. Oh, that's right. They gotta... They, yeah, they just walked in a normal gate. That's that's slow motion for, for Sonic. Mm. Yes. Okay. Well, I think that's about it for this week, James, unless we have something t- uh, tantalizing to titillate the people with. I just pulled a thing off my face and ate it. 
Good, good. Uh, we'll leave you with that, ladies and gentlemen. Aren't you glad we're back? Uh, I don't know why. Uh, you know, I, I, I wonder why this goes on, but it, it goes on and on and on, like my heart. Yeah, it's a nice way for me to chat with you. Okay. Can... I like to chat with you. All right, well. And scene. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for subscribing to Defining Marriage. Let us know if you're still listening, or if we're just like gibberishing at each other into the ether. Uh, send me a note at Matt Baum on Twitter. Leave an iTunes review on iTunes. Mm. Get yeah, get Defining Marriage the book at DefiningMarriage.com and uh, get, uh, get your tubes cleaned out at the, um, the, the, the plumber's office. I don't know what I mean by that, but uh, I meant it. Okay, uh, I think that's about everything. So, by the power vested in me by the internet, I hereby pronounce this podcast over. Over easy. I think I've said that one before. <laughs>